You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go on a Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. The POD to the CAST podcast. Al, what's up? Well, that means tomorrow is uh, Football Friday, and we got cool games, which I'm looking forward to. We do. I got uh, a couple different now. We haven't done this in a while because uh, no one had reached out, and I didn't really solicit, but I did get two yesterday, two direct messages from a gentleman who were looking for advice. Oh, all right. One is very uh, detail-oriented and a crazy story. Okay. And the one is more simple. I'll start with the more simple Let's go one. simple first. Now, this one comes from a fella named uh, Mike Becker, who uh, says he works uh, the Rutgers football games okay. for IMG Network. Yeah, I don't know him, but he's, okay. He's a verified uh, person. Cool. Where the heck did... There it is. So he says, uh, Al, Alan Jerry, not... I got a gift-giving question, hoping you and Jerry can help me with on the podcast. We just moved into a new neighborhood, and my fiancé insists on giving our new neighbors Christmas gifts. Oh, boy. I keep telling her we're the new people in town. They should be giving gifts to us. You got it. And if you give them gifts this year, you're opening up a whole can of worms with gift-giving Every future Yeah, where does it stop? Yeah, it doesn't stop. Just the next door neighbor? Do you go two houses down, three down? You go across the street. Right, because the then you got to go. The right or the left. Right, right. Not only do you got to go two down, do you two down on each side? Now you're at four, then across What's the street. What's his name again? I'm sorry. Mike Becker. Mike. Uh, here's what I would say, Mike. Yeah. Let's break off the engagement, run, stay single, and get a beautiful condo by the ocean. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like the best idea uh, yet. I'm just kidding. Uh, I would not do no. that. There's no, I agree with him. That people should be giving him the gift. Call it what you want. Nice housewarming gift. Yes. And that's it. I got a cut. When I moved into my condo, uh, two of my neighbors brought me a gift. One neighbor brought me a uh, doormat. Yep. A very nice doormat. Another neighbor bought me a, like a wooden thing for the wall that says, relax, refresh, renew. That's beautiful. Very beautiful. Very nice. And but, I think that's great. Yeah. But you, uh, Mike's right. They got to come to him. Have you ever given nothing. someone a housewarming gift? No, I, I don't even think of that. <laughs> That's how terrible I am. No, I hear you. It doesn't even cross my mind. Like, the people who gave me the doormat yeah. were right across from me, right across the hall. They moved. New people moved and in. And you gave them nothing. Nothing. Do you even know them? I do know them. You do. Very nice people. Okay. But, uh, well, uh, what but there's no I, obligation to do what, it. What, what would I get? I don't know. I don't we know what we were given a bottle of wine by our neighbor across the street. I'm always afraid that people are alcoholic. alcoholics. I understand. Then what? Then they're like, well, they can regift it. Yeah, but then you give them the tempting. All of a sudden, they got the stress of a new you know, house. They're like, they're let me have one drink anyway. Yeah, and anywhere. 
It's not like you gave them, you know, an open shot of vodka. Right. Yeah, Drink this now in front this? of me to show me that we're good neighbors. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure even alcoholics, they're, you know, people don't know. And that's a pretty common gift around the holidays. Yeah. you got to deal with it. Well, they say that uh, for people who are alcoholics, uh, that this is a tough time of year because people gift people okay. alcohol. I, I could see that. So our advice to Mike Becker is no gifts. Uh, hold firm on this one. Hold you firm, yeah. You receive the gifts as the new people. You're right. not giving Because then you're obligated to give Christmas gifts Every next year. year. And again, at what what house are you stopping at? Right. So I would not. Okay, there you go, Mike Becker. I wouldn't. The second one, Jerry, is complicated. It is uh, interesting. I have read it. I had to read it twice. Okay. And I've screen grabbed it, so if I stammer a little bit, it's only because I'm going from page to page. It's multiple pages. Wow. Try to follow along. And this does come from a fellow who said I could use his name, Ken, who's in Las Vegas. All right. And it is somewhat of a Las Vegas story. Mm. I know you guys don't really do the advice segment anymore, but this one is a doozy. First, some backstory. When I was 22, my friend hooked me up with this with his cousin who was single, but she had two-year-old twins. Okay. Okay, so he's hooked up with a woman. Boy, 22, dating a girl. With, wow. Two-year-old oh, twins. Yeah. We started dating, and me being an idiot, didn't make sure she was on birth control. Then before you know it, bing, bang, boom, she's pregnant. Oof. She moved in with me and my parents to start saving for our own place, and the relationship was rocky until the baby came, but we worked through it. The baby was born healthy, no issues. Then when he was three months old, she left me with our son and left the twins with her mother to become an escort. You follow along so far? So far, yes. So the guy... The twins are with her mom. He's dating a girl. He's got his son. He's got his son, right. Since then, she's been in and out of trouble with the law in a couple of states. Now lives in Northern California. But thankfully, she left me and our son out of it. She hasn't seen him since he was one. He is now eight years old. And I haven't had a full conversation with her in five years. My mom is essentially his mother figure since I haven't been in a serious a serious relationship enough to call the girl a stepmom. Boy, I don't like where this is going. And we never told him about his real mom. His real mom has recently tried reaching out to me over social media, and I have just ignored her. Am I wrong for ignoring her? No. On one hand, she is his mom, and he's going to start asking about her as he gets older. But on the other hand, she's been a terrible person, and I don't really feel she deserves to be in his life, and she hasn't earned any time with him. Sorry it was a long uh, Sorry, it was a long read, and feel free to use my name if you use the story on the podcast. This, I mean, there's so much here. A lot to unpack. It's really not. It, there's actually not that much to unpack. It's, this is a question of... This number, is a tough one. Here are the two things. At some point, you got to tell your son about his mom. Right, but he's eight. He's eight now. No, but I think... But what do you tell? Like right, the when, truth? When? When he's fifteen? I don't know. I don't know how you could explain to a a child are... escort. No, 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 no. You don't need to. You well, don't need so to what, tell how, that story. What, what part do you mean? It's your mom got. You have a mom. You have a mom. She's and been she, in she's trouble. She's been in trouble, and she hasn't been around. But you do have a mom, and maybe one day you'll meet her. I, when because you get older. at what point then are you? 
too old to find out where you start to resent the fact that, you know, you've got a mom and you've never been told. You feel like you were probably lied to your whole life. And then you've been the great dad doing everything to protect him and shield him from that. Yeah. And he's going to turn around and basically be like, but mom, what? And all of a sudden they hate you. Got to tell the kid. Now, I wonder, and I don't know what you do with the woman. I, I wonder what if she has reached out for her twins that were previous to their relationship. But the twins are with her mom. Right. But uh, do you, I wonder, does she still... I'm sure she probably she's in contact with her Still mom. in contact with the I mom. I would almost guarantee it. Because the twins, the twins would now be 10, 10 or 11, My based on the math of the others. Yeah, story. sure. That is, a, I, there's no advice for, I don't know what to tell you. Man, left to become an escort. So complicated. That is wild. I mean, it's just a complicated life. It really is. And the and, and the kids are the greatest gift, for, I mean, for sure, so don't misunderstand this, but boy, they complicate things. Because if they if he doesn't have their son, he never speaks to her ever again. Right, and it's over and, and done And there's with. no connection. There's no legal connection because at some point, I don't know how long you got to be away that a judge would be like, hey, listen, you've been gone for 15 years, enough. Six years is not, it's not, uh, sadly, it's not that long. I'm sure she still has some legal right to see him. Do you think, let's take baby steps here. Does he respond at all to her, her, her contacting him? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Cause it's on one hand, to, on one hand, I say he has to, right, and on the other hand, I say f that, let her track you down, you know, right. So maybe don't reach back out on social media, and if she somehow tracks you down another way, right, shows up at your doorstep, yeah, <laughs> or calls you, or calls you, or writes you a letter. Because I would think six years ago, you probably still have the same phone, at least the same number. I've had the same phone number for fifteen years. Same here. You know, I've had that same number. Unless he's changed his, uh, he might have hundred percent got a new phone, new number, everything to be untraceable to her. So that's possible. So you're saying also then now that uh, you begin telling the eight year old son that he's got a mom who's been in trouble, and maybe in the future when she's better, that they can uh, meet each other. Yeah, and I think right now is the age because he's still young enough where you can say I didn't I couldn't tell you until I thought you were old enough to understand. Right. If it's if he's 14, you know. Like, right, 14, 15, that's a different uh, yes. thing. So then if the ex gets a hold of uh this guy who wrote us Ken, he could say to her maybe he's that the son you've not been around. He's only 8 years old. Let's give this a few more years and try back. Yeah. You could, yeah. Also prove to me that you kind of cleaned up your act. Right. That's the other thing. What is she doing? But I do wonder if she got an attorney involved. I Right. That's what a happened? dicey situation. Very dicey. Now, she left. And but, she's got a criminal record, it right. sounds like. But would that not mean she wouldn't be allowed to see him for three hours a week? I don't know. No, she's in California, it sounds like he said, and he's yeah, in but Vegas. Not far. not far. You could drive there if you had to. Even if it was once a month to see him, you could do that. I wonder what he can tell about her life based on her social media. That Probably he a sees. lot. Probably a lot. Unless she's privatized everything. Yeah, well, I mean, that certainly is the case. Most people don't, but yeah. you're right. Because then you can check in on that, what's yeah. going on.
There's a lot she, of people that like to basically, you know, share their world with yes. everyone. Um, like I have a Facebook account. You'd never know it. I don't post anything on it. You know, it's basically just for my baseball team posts. There are other people that live through, I mean, live through it. Every five seconds, oh, I'm at Starbucks. Oh, good for you. With a picture of their, you know, Frappuccino. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> like, honestly. So yeah, what stupid. am I supposed to do with this? Right. But, so she could be that way. Who knows? Yeah. There could be pictures from her doing weird things in the past. Who knows? Right. I don't know. We got to get more. I need to get more information to, I'm going to have to reach out and get her last name. I'm going to need to do exploring? my, yeah, I'm going to see what's going on. Oy, oy. Gonna, that is a messed up situation. I'm going to try to get myself involved in this situation. I feel for him. Yeah, that's a right. He's done. It sounds like done all the right things. Yeah, he just he made. And I I hate to use the word because it's not. You end up with your son, and you, if not for her, if not right. for meeting her, I don't want to call it a mistake. That's not right. But the one night you didn't, your life. I mean, you talk about life changing in an instant. Yeah, as he that said. That one act completely changed his path of life. He quoted you, bing, bang, boom. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. Yeah. Ouch. I like this advice, though, thing that we're doing. Like are we like complicated ones like this? That's yeah, you just want to be careful. You know, giving out like, I and mean, these are just our opinions. It's yeah. not like we have we have PhDs in this. We do not. Which we're very happy to tell you about. But Yeah. Man, that is some tough so stuff. So our advice would be, I think, we've settled on. Don't reach back out on social. Begin telling your son that he has a mother who's been in trouble, and perhaps in the future, when she's well, they will meet. That's how this is how I would handle yeah, it. Same here. That's how I would handle it. And then if she reaches out again uh, through another means, not social media, then he would say, um, maybe in a few years when our son is older. And it's a more uh, it's it's uh, better to explain to him then. So check check back in uh, about seven years, <laughs> or at least right? after you clean yourself up. Yeah, after and for a length of time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that story. That's tough. Yeah, it was a tough one. It was a lengthy, lengthy one. Yeah. He reached out to me on uh, Instagram. People have so many problems. Yes. Crazy. It is, um, and I guess we, you know. I guess it's because everyone has access to money and funds and credit and you end up doing things you probably shouldn't. You end up in places that you otherwise wouldn't be. Like life is not very simple. We make it complicated in a lot of ways. We do. In a lot of ways. And it's not just about relationships. I mean, just by things we like to do and places we end up being, you know. I guess, you know, the flip side to that is doing nothing, which is how much fun is that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe some happy medium somewhere. There is somewhere. Oy. But really, if you think back, and you got married, uh, I was twenty-five. Yeah, but but you had been with your wife for longer yeah. than that, eight years. Right. So, your chances of uh, uh, of having a, a a list of women that you were involved with is was much smaller. Uh yeah. You oh, for sure. Young. So I was seventeen when I got involved yeah. with her. Yeah. But, you know, you have somebody like, I, I've been uh, single a long time, uh, you know, relationships here and, yeah. and there. But really, it takes one. Yeah. One night. One drink, one night, and one moment. Right. And everything changes. And everything if you're having changes. drinks not as on the ball as you would normally be. Your guard's down. Guard is down. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No question. And my God, everything... Everything that was is no longer. 
Yes. Everything that was is no longer. You know, instead of planning a year from now a cruise to Alaska, you're realizing in nine months, boy, better have that nursery done. Right. And in a year from now, changing diapers and what in the hell just happened? <laughs> Start putting away money for college for an infant. Yeah. You ain't kidding. All mm. of a sudden, all that extra money that went to the 401k, you need for something else. You need yes. for the 529 plan. Right. It's a little different. Wow. Well, if you want us to handle any of your other problems for anybody out there, you could uh, reach me on uh, Twitter. Or Instagram, apparently. Or Instagram. I take uh, messages uh, on either of those. It's mostly people telling me that I suck or you suck or Geo sucks or Boomer sucks. That's nice. Or why does Craig do this? You know, it's mostly that I have to weed through. Yes. I just mute everybody now. And today it's all testosterone uh, things. Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you see how those pellets are put in? I did. I'll pass. Oh, I read about I did, I read how the testosterone pellets are inserted into your butt cheeks. Yeah, I'll pass. No thanks. They cut they do a, a small incision it said. Yeah. And then they just push it in there. Yes. And then and then close it up. And then you go back <laughs> 3 months later and do it again. You do it four times a year. Yeah, that seems strange. I never heard of that. Me neither. BioT, it's called B I O T E. Yeah. And that's their website. A listener had told us about it. Mm-mm. Every time I we start talking about testosterone and doing injections and things it sounds like a great idea the people who do it is yeah. like your energy is up uh, your sex drive is up your exercise is up your general mood is positive I'm like yes and then when you start reading about the side effects no thanks yeah it's like you know the prostate cancer uh increases yeah all these other weird, and and anything you're screwing out the hormones just is just troubling. Yeah, like I don't like taking medicine because I don't yeah. want to screw around my body. I was like, I'm going to put that in. It's like, man. Yeah. As much as I'm in, I'm interested. I'm not. You know, I am, but I, I don't think I'll do it ever. Right. There's testosterone. What's the other thing you can take? Um, HGH. That's it. Yeah. That's another. Like those two things seem. There are three things that seem interesting to me. Testosterone, HGH, and what's the other thing for focus? That drug, remember there was that uh, that whole documentary yeah. on it? Adderall. Adderall. Sounds incredibly intriguing to me because it's about focus and having a better sense of everything. I Just clarity sounds amazing to me because I haven't had it in, I feel like, a decade now. You know, there last week, I mean, I was walking around last week. I mean, was, and I have, I've been sick for sure, and I know that. I was walking around in a fog for like two weeks. I was like, when does this go away? I had a uh, 86-year-old man call me today. Yeah. Yeah, lives I actually know where he lives. He lives in he told me he lives in the uh senior building in Asbury Park. It's actually okay. right on the boardwalk. It's a nice building. But he said it's small uh, yeah. apartments. He said uh he was very concerned for you. Me? Yeah, in that you had were talking about uh, your memory that day and uh yeah. and all that stuff and he said that his uh wife uh, passed from dementia. He's concerned about you getting dementia, and he gave me the, the name of a doctor he would like you to talk to. Okay, you have the name? You have it? I did write it down. Yeah. I am concerned about that. I'm not yeah, going to lie to you. Yeah, but, right, right. but I, I feel like because we all exhibit it here in, in different ways, that it's such a, because of the sleep, and I wonder that once you retire or something and start getting more normal sleep, does it come back i don't know what regenerates i don't know or if it just is gone i don't know and i also look i'm 47 i'm not 67 right like i you know i would think 
And I don't know in what capacity. I don't know if it's, it would be here, if it would be somewhere else, it'd be a different field. But I would think I've got a solid 20 years to work still. You know, for us with our with the union and our pension, the longer we work, the more money we end up with at the end. And so I would think 67 for me at the minimum. Honestly. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Retiring at 60 or 61, I'll get my pension, but it is so reduced. And I don't want to live like that. Sure. You know, um, so you work as long as you can. But again, I don't, where is that going to be? Here's what I'm pretty sure. Are they going to be any update anchors at 67 years old <laughs> in the year 2041? Right. You know, I don't know what tomorrow holds. I have no idea. I'm kind of taking this day by day at this point. Here's the update. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm 47 going on 48. I don't feel like it. Nor do I feel like I look like I'm almost 50. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. How long is Boomer working for? What happens when he leaves? Then what? Yes, then what? You know, and that's not far off because he doesn't need to work. Correct. I know he likes it, but at some point he might say, you know what? I want to play golf every day. I'm hoping first he gives us a reduced workload where he's like, I'm going to come in Fridays, Mondays, and Wednesdays. Yeah, I could see that. Or just instead of staying until 10 o'clock, he leaves at 9 now. Right. You know, which makes sense to me. But I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. But that's, you know, and then that throws everything into flux. Who knows? So, hmm. ain't good. I How hate about thinking this? about this stuff. This I know. Interesting. So I got to buy a bread route. A bread route. Something. I got to buy something. I could see you uh, bake, you know, delivering the bread in the morning. You'd be happy. Yeah, right? like Rascona. It's a yeah. great idea. Yeah, fresh bread. Yes. Oh, the smell of your truck, Jerry, of fresh bread. I always wanted to do the um, the beer truck. Because I, I used to, you know, at the liquor store, those the guys, it was just fun. But those, that seems like but a it's heavy hard work, Yes. <laughs> and I don't know that my back can handle it anymore. Right. Bread is light. Right. That's why, and Rascona said that's why he chose bread. Really? Yes. He wanted, he was going to do bread or chips just because the pallets are light and you're not killing yourself. It's the same type of route and you're doing the same workload hours wise and hitting the same amount of stores. Right. But instead of basically killing yourself with, you know, cases of whatever it might be, it's just, oh, it's light. You just pick it up and you just. You know, it was strange. I today when I went to park, there was a truck in front of a bunch of free, uh, freed up parking spaces. Right, uh, and a guy was making a delivery. This is like four o'clock in the morning. Uh, so I was like, let me wait behind this truck because I know he's just making his delivery. Then he's going to leave, and I'll just take the spots then. Yeah. But I watched this. He now he was his his truck was was not a name brand truck, so he okay. was delivering various things to various places. Right. But he had a key to get into. Yes. I've seen that at Starbucks, too. Yeah. I know. How, how do they trust these guys with all these different guys making deliveries with all these keys? Yeah. I used to see that with I see it with Starbucks and yeah. Credit Manger before they closed. Yeah. We would park. I'm like, boy, you just trust a truck driver? But I guess that's also, you know who's responsible. Correct. And if something happens, you're coming after him. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah, he also seemed to when he went into the place and dropped stuff off, he 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 looked like he either took a picture or he did something else on his device where he checked in. Yeah, sure. And then locked back up. I could see that. I know yeah. Amazon does that too for certain people. They take the picture of the delivery and they, that it's on your porch. Yeah, I'll get that with yeah. a lot of the stuff. I don't get it for a lot, but I've gotten it on certain I the more expensive items I've gotten it. Yeah. I ordered so. something from uh uh, Best Buy. Okay. That came yesterday. The guy took a picture of him handing it to me. Wow. Like my hand is in the photo. <laughs> Guess he really needs proof. 
That's funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right, Jerry, yeah. let's do a uh, warm-up show from this morning, and right. tomorrow we'll do a football Friday. If Oh, and we're going to be live from uh, the Intrepid tomorrow. Yes. Live from the Intrepid. All right, we'll see you then. Live. You're looking live at the Intrepid. See you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey Siri, play WFAN. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. There we go, we got a football Thursday, week 14 of the National Football League kicking off this evening. What do you say? Hello, the Eddie Scazzeri. Good morning to you. You look handsome as always, and across from me, always handsome. His name is Al Jake Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. We're in a very beautiful Christmassy studio today. CBS came and set it up. I hope Boomer's happy with it. Looks lovely. It does look very lovely. I think it's uh, not overdone. I think it's perfectly done. We'll see what Boomer thinks because Boomer is going to have. Oh, a, Boomer will love this. We feel like Boomer will have a problem. We'll have something to say negatively Why? about it. I don't there's know. There's Christmas trees. There's poinsettias. There there's a wreath. We still got Santa Claus here. We got him. What is to what's to complain about? I don't know. I did take a picture of the CBS Sports Radio Network studio where Amy Lawrence is currently sitting. Okay. Because uh, uh, I wanted to be able to compare the the two of them. What'd you think? There be- I, I, is theirs better? Eddie thinks that one's better. I think this one's better. I close. Think, I think CBS did a wonderful I job. Agree. Wonderful. It's wonderful. It's a wonder. Jerry, it's a wonderful time of the year. It's a wonderful life. Did you get your boomer gift in the mail yesterday? I did. Me too. Eddie, did you get your boomer gift in the mail? Yes, I did. Unique gift, I thought. Yeah. Cutting board. Mm-hmm. Those are like Boomer gives unique every year something different. Good gifts. More of a charcuterie board than a cutting. Yeah, so board. I couldn't tell whether it was charcuterie board. You don't want to take a knife to that, you know, it's got the words on it and Yeah, words. He put a quote on it which I I don't remember what the quote was. Something I, from Booker T take, Washington. I wish it was Booker T the wrestler. That would have been a cool. Wasn't aware there was a wrestler called Booker, Booker T. Booker T, Jerry. Yep. Uh so yeah, Boomer got, got us all lovely cutting boards. Beautiful. I went online immediately and priced it out. It's expensive. What's uh, wrong with you? And it's got a uh, a saying engraved in the wood, quality wood. If you want to lift yourself up, lift up someone else. Very inspirational. Booker T. Washington. Yep. I was hoping it would say, if you want to be the man, beat the man. There you go. Ric Flair. Whoa. Whoa. Right. That's the cutting board. Well, why don't you give that out for Christmas? Or the charcuterie board I would do. We'll do that then. That's just me. Don't be a cheapskate. Well, I'll do it next year. Boomer did it this year. I need Perfect. people to forget. All wrestling quotes. A different one oh, for each yes. uh, recipient. For each recipient. That would right. be a cool idea. Right. I would have definitely loved a Booker T wrestler quote. That would have been awesome. Because yeah. if you put out your charcuterie, which I don't even know what charcuterie is, other than various meats and cheeses, I guess. I guess you just nailed it. Yeah, I guess I just hit it. So you do know. Crackers. Yeah, charcuterie <laughs> board. Or is the cutting board for cutting? Because here's the weird thing, though, with cutting boards, Jerry. You, you're not, like, you, um, 
I'm always afraid to cut chicken, raw chicken or raw pork on a cutting board because it soaks in the wood. So wash it. But I feel like it's the wood soaks it like a sponge. You put it in the washing yeah. machine. It's no, like no, no. Hundreds of degrees. Not allowed to put it in the washing yeah. machine. Then just scrub it really good. Scrub it really good. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, you mentioned uh, NFL. What is this week? Thirteen. Fourteen. What? Fourteen. Wait a minute. So we, we have, have eighteen 14, weeks. Oh, eighteen weeks, seventeen yeah. games. Okay. Uh, it kicks off tonight. Steelers at Vikings. There have been a lot of. I know you hate this, Jerry. A lot of Super Bowl rematches these past like two weeks. Although. We've now played like 80 Super Bowls, so I guess that's going to happen. Is Jack Ham starting tonight? Jack Ham is not playing He's tonight. He's not playing. Oh, Nor is Fran Tarkenton. Mean, mean Joe Green? People, people eater. Smoke. What is it? Purple people the eaters. Purple people eaters. But yeah, but I do always think of the Super Bowl when I see a Super Bowl matchup, especially a classic one, Steelers-Vikings. Classic. Yeah, I don't. Eddie, what was that? Super Bowl four? Vikings? Yeah, Vikings-Steelers. Super Bowl nine. Super Bowl nine. Oh, I'm going to get in the mood, Jerry. You're not going to watch five minutes of it. And I think that was the first Super Bowl where there was a safety. Is that right? I believe huh. so. All right. Yeah, I am going to watch this. Jerry. No, you're not. It starts at 820. Yeah. You'll and be passed out. Right to work. I'm going to come right to work from watching this. There's one. no chance you're doing that. Is Ben Roethlisberger playing? I guess he is. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? He played Sunday. I feel like everyone's hurt. No. I mean, he's, he's playing. He's battling through. He played Kirk the Cousins. other day. He's playing? Yeah. All right, so we get a real game I mean, here. there are injuries for sure, but the, the two quarterbacks are playing. They both spoke this week. Who do you like in this game? I'm not even going to give you the spread. Straight up, Jerry. Probably the Vikings. Steelers, Vikings I would say Vikings. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'd say Minnesota. They lost to the loser I know uh, Lions. I understand that. Bounce back game. Vikings are a weird team, man. They really are a very strange team. I think they'll win tomorrow night. Uh, tonight. Tonight. Tomorrow. There whenever. are a lot of weird. Just, the NFL is just filled with weird teams. Yeah, I agree. Well, the league is weird. It is weird. It's, and I don't particularly care for it. A handful with of, you. There's a handful of good teams, a handful of bad teams, and a whole lot of weird, Crap in the middle. weird teams in the middle. There sure are. But those are the teams, Jerry, that will knock off teams in the playoffs that you think like the Packers, the like the Cardinals are dominating yeah. record-wise. I could see them losing the first round. Exactly. I really could. Exactly. Yeah. By some weirdo... Wild card, or they're not going to play a wild card. But some, right now they wouldn't. Right, right, some weirdo divisional game where like one of these scrub teams that sneaks in knocks off the Cardinals. What do you think the rest of their schedule looks like? Cardinals. I know they have the Cowboys January second. Oh, that I know. That's going to be an awesome game. Oh, you know what? You talk about a cool game. Give me it in order, Jerry. How about this one? You know, Monday night they play the Rams. Is that right? Yes. Oh. That's tremendous. That is what uh, Eddie and I call a visually pleasing game. I'll tell you what. It sure is. You got the, – now they're home for the Rams, not at uh, not in L.A. They got the Rams on Monday. Then they go to Detroit. Okay, whatever. Another win. Then they play the Colts. Ooh. I am not locking that up as a win. Oh, no way. Oh. Then they play in Dallas, and then they finish at home against Seattle. All so right. they could stub their toe a time or two here. But they have 10 wins now. They do. They're 10-2. and two. And they sit atop my fraudulent five teams of teams I'm currently rooting for. Monday night's interesting, though. Yeah. Hmm. I like them over the Rams. Straight up. Do you? Okay. I don't deal with points. You don't, I know, I don't, I know, I know. We're just talking about points. wins. No, I got gotcha. you. Straight up wins. All right. So they, they'll probably get to, if you had to put money on it, what would you say? They'll go 13 and 4, 14 yes. and 3? 13 wins. So they you think 13 now. and I'll tell you what, 13 and 4 might not get them the number one seed. Because the, uh, well, you got the Bucks and you got the Packers. Yeah. Knocking on heaven's door. You do. Absolutely. And if you end up with four losses, where do those two other losses come from? Is one of them the Cowboys? Maybe. 
Because if that's the case, they could be in the mix. The ten and two. Let's see. The Packers are nine and three. Bucks nine and three. Yeah, inter- very interesting. You do play by play that game January second. Yes, with Danny White. Yes. Now back in the Danny White days when they would play the Cardinals, that was when the Cardinals were in the NFC East still. Correct. Yeah, which was bizarre. Very weird. Yeah. And they would have quarterback Neil Lomax. Neil Lomax. Jim Hart. Who was the running back? Um, was was OJ Anderson? Yeah, OJ Anderson. Yeah. That's something. I forget who they had a wide, a good wide receiver back then too. With who I can't remember. Eighty-one he wore, and I don't remember who he was. Cardinals, baby. Cardinals. I looked on the Cardinals wore those just those maroon jerseys. Yeah, with no other colors on them, just the maroon and the They're, white pants. Well, those were ugly. Sexy. You like them? They yeah. were so boring and ugly. They, they, and the Cowboys never made sense to me in the NFC East. Right. It's so stupid. Yes. The Cowboys are in Texas. <laughs> No, like, Jerry, they're the NFC East. It's just it's absurd. Yeah, very strange. But yeah, I mean There was always one team in, in a couple of the divisions that would just made no sense to be where they were. None worse than the Cardinals, though. Well, uh I was saying that when the Were the, the weren't the Falcons in the NFC West? Yes. That's another one. The Falcons like, are in the swap West. Swap the two. <laughs> like who's thinking that? I don't know. Or call them different divisions. Yeah, so silly. Call them like they do in hockey. Just give them dumb names, like the Norsemith division or something. <laughs> the Norsemith yeah. division. The Cowboys, Cardinals, and Eagles, and Giants, are in, and the Washington are in the Norsemith division. <laughs> yeah, <that's> so stupid. <laughs> Jerry, I don't know if do you... you remember the division the Rangers were in? New York Rangers, no. The Patrick division. No, yeah. I did no. I did not pay attention to hockey then. I didn't or pay now. attention to hockey now. Or coming up. Or ever. <laughs> never plan on it. You will no, die having never watched hockey. Uh, well, I covered the Tampa Lightning for for a couple oh, of years. Oh, well, then you I have. all those games. And so then, I, and so then, then what you just said is not true. Not, you did right. care and watch. I did care. I still never understood the game. Even I covered it. Well, it's I pretty, still was confused. Put the puck in the net. Yeah, but all the blue lines, line changes. Oh, it's easy. But I will watch Rangers hockey when the playoffs hit. Well, there's playoff hockey. Yeah, awesome. I do like play. I do like Rangers playoff hockey. I will tune that in. I did contemplate going to Devils Flyers last night in uh, in uh, at the Jersey. Rock. Yeah, okay. I did. I know go. you like to go to Philly, also. I uh, yeah, but wait, the Rock is easy. I love going to Devil games. We just we what it did not work you? out. Uh, my son's ba- my son was not supposed to be playing basketball. He wound up having a game, so you we were like out. Yes. Okay. Correct. But I thought for you know. We were looking on Tuesday. I'm like, you know what? Game Thursday. What could you get in there for on a a weeknight? Get in there for or get good seats for? Two different things. You don't want to embarrass yourself way up, but you're not looking for a big money seat. Decent seats on StubHub were $25 for like the middle section. Very good. And the seats were good. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the Flyers are terrible. They just fired their coach. Devils have been better. They've been better than last year. But yeah, very, you know, midweek. Yep. Very affordable tickets for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got some uh, Mets news a little bit yesterday, Jerry. Look at this, um, this uh, how this is written. Ready? Mets were really impressed with Buck Showalter. Yeah, what did they expect? Said a person with knowledge of Showalter's interview. It went really well. But would they think he was going to come in and start yelling at people? Yeah. Uh, we interviewed Buck. It did not go well. They think he didn't know the rules? Like, I wonder, like, what would someone that writes that? What would be the opposite? The opposite would be like, the Mets brought in Buck Showalter. He is nuts. Right, and yeah, I they guess. can't imagine. It's but you like, know Buck. It's like he never no. was a manager. This is not. That's what the interview was now like. Now, listen, if you brought Ozzie Guillen for an interview, 
and you told me that happened. Okay, fine, because he's fiery. I get it. He is nuts. It, it could also go very well because Ozzie Gian's a great baseball guy, won a World Series with the White Sox, so you could see it going either way. With Buck Showalter. Eh. What if he gave a nutty interview and whoever did the interview with the Mets went back to Steve Cohen because Steve Cohen doesn't get involved till round two. Right. And he went back to Steve Cohen. You're not going to believe this. He was nuts. I guess I don't someone, think we could hire the guy. I suppose someone could have said that. There is supposedly a mystery candidate today. A mystery candidate? That's what the Andy Martino reported last night. Is that right? Yeah. Maybe it's Mike Sosha. Or it's Carlos Beltran. That's what a lot of people mm. were guessing. Who would you rather be the mystery candidate? Mike Sosha, Carlos Ozzie Beltran, Ozzie Guillen. I would love Ozzie Guillen here. Or Sosha would be. You know me. I Granderson. No, nah, you know what? I've thought about it. The Mets went first-time manager. They did it already with Luis You're Rojas. Right. And I do, do like the idea of Granderson because, again, I think he's just a good baseball guy. But I thought the same thing about Rojas, too. I want a, I want a more authoritative figure. That's you, what I want. And you put one of those other guys in bench coach role. You could do that. I think I could be a bench coach. How about that? Hire Buck and make Carlos Beltran the bench coach. Perfect. Fine. That would be better. Or Granderson, bench coach. Or Granderson. But I think I want someone that's been around the block a few times. That's what I want to do. We need an old man, an older guy in here. Well, you tried uh, what's his name, the, the knucklehead from Cleveland. You tried Callaway, right? He was or he was young. He was in his early forties. Didn't work out. Yeah. You tried Luis Rojas. Didn't work out. You tried Beltron. Well, that never happened. Didn't work out. You know what? Let's go. Let's give me an experienced guy. Give me a guy with white hair. Let's go. Yeah. I. You know what? In this case, I agree with you. That's the type of pilot my mother likes to see, and you want to see. A salty you walk pilot. in, you know what happened to us? White haired pilot, I'm in. Where were we going? Experience. I forget where I was flying to a couple weeks ago. It was the, God, where was I going? Oh, to Dallas. When I went there for the game a month ago, um, it was the final flight in the pilot's career. Oh. And so when they the said plane, that? they did. So they, you know, they, they come on and they welcome you onto the plane once they shut the door and we, you know, getting onto the, to the runway before we were going to take off. And one of the um, flight attendants came on and said, we would just like to welcome you aboard, blah, 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 blah. And it's also a special day and a special flight as Captain so-and-so will be making his final flight wow. in his 40-year career or wh- however long it was. And the plane, I, I, people would have stood up. It was like we were at a rock concert. The cheers and the claps. I'm like, wow, look at this. Well, you kind of have to cheer in the, that spot. No, you don't. He was in the cockpit. Who knew? And he was like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is my final flight. After this, I have no reason to live, so we're going down. <laughs> no, 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 we're going to be in the Hudson. <laughs> no, no, he did not do that. Now, when we did land, they did bring him out. Now, in that case, Eddie, everybody clapped, and understandably so. And they brought him out, and he, you know, gave Did a he say goodbye to, to everybody on he the way out? There. Yeah, yeah, he did. And what, did you say congratulations on a lengthy career? No, I said thank you. All right. I say thank you to everybody on the way out. Right. And for him, I was like, thank you. Thank you. Plus, why, you know, whatever. Thank you for your service. Seemed young, too. Really? He was not like, he wasn't like an 85-year-old man, or I would say he was no more than 60. All right. Like, he's got life to live. Yep. And he's going to have time to do it. And I think he lived in the Dallas area, so it was perfect for him. His final flight. Yeah, how about that? This he made it. This is my filed, final descent yeah. to the runway. Very interesting. No, I one time when I was a kid, I, I got to see what year this was. 1977. I'm going to, well, my dad worked for Delta Airlines in Newark, so we used to fly Delta for free all the time, whenever we wanted to go. We didn't go a lot, but Right. What are we looking for? What are you searching for? I'm searching for a crash. Sorry, Jerry. 1985. 
a Dallas plane went down in Dallas. Uh, a Delta plane went down in Dallas. Really? Wind shear. It uh, slammed the, the plane into the ground. And we were flying two days later, connecting in Dallas. Wow. You know that giant tail was still on the yeah. runway? Takes time for the investigation. We had to land sure. with that. Yeah, now, that's, that's a pilot, Jerry. That's he freaky and scary. Block that out. Yeah, well, you still have a job to do. Wouldn't shear. Wow, crazy. 85. I was a mere 16 years I was old. 11. I was a child. I was just a child, Jerry. Just a child. Same I was just year. a kid. I shouldn't have been seeing that. It's amazing how like sports still you know, defines my youth. 1985, Bears beat the Cowboys 44-9. Oh, and that was the front cover of uh, Sports Illustrated. And not only that, if, you, re- if you remember, because you were supposedly a Cowboy fan back in the day. But I loved the 85 Bears No well. satellite or anything like that. So you would watch the Giants and Jets if they weren't on. That day, whoever was on the Giants or the Jets, I forget, there was an issue with the satellite and with the TV. So if you remember, if you put on the Giant game or Jets, whoever it was, they couldn't get you the video feed of the game, so they went to Bears-Cowboys for the first drive. And the Cowboys were moving the ball right down the field. And I'm like, I was so excited. I'm like, look at this. The Bears, yeah, we got the Bears. And then they figured it out, and then they went to the local game. Next thing you know, it's 44 nothing. <laughs> like, well, what they happened to that beat first up drive? Danny White, right? They got, I mean, they just got run over in that game. I yeah. didn't see the game, obviously, but, you know, reading about it. And I, remember, I remember that was the cover of Sports Illustrated. I believe it said 44 nothing, and it was uh, like Mike Singletary crushing just Danny White. crushing him, yes. I do remember that, actually. You ought so. to ask Danny White about that. Yeah, I'll probably pass on that uh, memory. I have asked him about San Francisco and the championship game. I did ask him about that, so... He was uh, the quarterback during the catch on the other side. He was, well, yeah, and he they had the lead. Defense gives it up, and then he hits, I think it was Drew Pearson, over the middle for almost a game-winning touchdown before he got dragged down, which wouldn't, in today's day and age, I believe it would have been a horse collar. Horse collar, keep the drive yeah. going. and all they needed to do was another 10 or 12 yards to kick a field goal to win, and then I forget if it was a fumbled snap. I forget what happened, but they, lo- they lost the ball on the next play. So, yeah, we have talked about that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. 518, right. just getting started. A lot to do. We got Boomer and Geo here on a Thursday, week 18, week 14 in the NFL to kick off tonight right here on The Fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a slow build. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for it. I didn't want to start talking before the music kicked in. 25 after 5. Hello. Um, usually, it's Thursday. Usually, this is where we would do 80s rocker versus oh. But unfortunately, since no one did a damn thing here yesterday and didn't cut up any Joe Judge at all, um, and since we didn't have the Carl Banks sound, and since we didn't have any Jake Fromm sound, uh, or really anything... I spent a good portion of my morning doing that, so I did not have the time, unfortunately, to get to what we like to do. So I do not have that oh, game for you today. No, so I do applaud, but there's what can I tell you? Oh no! I know. Who, I know. Who do we blame for this? I don't. You know, I the don't know hole. because Eddie made a really good point, what did and he say? I still think it's the wrong way to go. But I understand what he's saying. 
Well, the updates have been cut down very much, obviously, which makes oh, sense. I see what you're saying. So mm-hmm. who are we cutting sound for? Right. Which I get. Okay. But it's also, I don't know. For you, Jerry. I thought it should have been done. I mean, if not, how would we find out that Joe Judge is very happy being at the University of Arizona with his team for reasons like this? We're doing a good job really working together on sharing copy machines and, you know, kind of snack rooms and coffee machines, things of that nature. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shut it down. They're sharing. Co- what are they making copies of? I don't know. I Playbooks? don't know. He was talking about how gracious they've been at the University of Arizona. Oh. <laughs> They've been, so oh, I see wow. what you're saying. So they're at the University of Arizona. Yeah. They're sharing copy machines with them. They're not yes. not amongst Giants players. No, I think with so it's the not people, like Daniel Jones is sharing a copy no. machine with Saquon Barkley and it's bonding them. No, I think the people at the University of Arizona and they're sharing a cafeteria. Is it apparently it's so? Yes. Wow. Just bizarre. And how about the Chargers? So yesterday we told you Keenan Allen on the COVID list. Now Mike Williams is on the COVID list. Two are top two wide receivers. I already bet the I already bet the Chargers. And the under? No, I just bet the straight up. You actually I, bet the game already? I did because I was getting nervous because the Chargers were ten and a half point favorites. Yeah, and I thought they would make. I thought it would be wider. More, it might actually point. be less. Oh no, Jerry! I, well, I don't know. I don't know if these two don't play. They better play. How does that number stay there? I'm not saying it would come down to two, but how would you not shave a point or two off that? What if we put a uh, surgical mask on them and let them let them be wide receivers? <laughs> you could do that, I suppose. By the way, many alert Twitter followers and warm-up show listeners. Remember, I asked. I said, "Oh, I know the St. Louis Cardinals in the '80s yeah, the football yeah, yeah. team had a great wide receiver, number 81." Roy Green. Oh, Roy Green. Wow. That uh, many people sent me that. Then uh, a fellow named Bob Bruce said, maybe you're thinking of Mel Gray, 85. He wore. I wasn't. I thought of him as Roy well. Green. Roy Green was the guy, though. He wore 81. He's in the sweet maroon jersey that I was yep. talking about. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then I got this on Twitter, a direct message from a fellow from named. From a lady? No, this oh. is from a fellow named Patrick. Oh, okay. What's up, Patrick? Talking about Buck Showalter. Yep. And he wrote to me, he said, did you know that during his playing days, Buck Showalter picked up the nickname Buck from a minor league manager's comment on his tendency to walk around the clubhouse buck naked? Nice. Do you think that's true? Or this guy's trying well, to Well, if Gardner me? Minshew does naked yoga in the locker room, uh, yeah, I think a lot of these guys walk around. I've been in locker You've been in locker rooms. These guys walk around nude all the time. Right. So, yeah, I could see that. I would if the Mets hire him, and and that's what we that's what you have it at eighty five percent. Well, I believe they're going to hire him. That's okay. what I think. What about you know to show who's boss? You want to do the show naked? No, not me. Oh, but Buck Showalter, the first time he addresses the team, nude, nude. I think, or when he comes on with Boomer and Geo, assuming that happens, naked. we ask him about the rumor. Okay, is that true or not? I know I'm going to get hit up on Twitter. You idiot. It's been known. That's been told no, I've never a heard thousand that times. I've never heard that before. That's a new you one for me. jerk. No, 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 no Hey, one. you idiot. You ever hear that story, Eddie? Buck naked? No, exactly. I bet you this guy's pulling my leg. He might be. Who knows? But, but I guarantee would, you he walked around a locker room nude. But he wouldn't have direct messaged me that. He would have put. He would have just tweeted it to me. You know what I mean? I so guess. I think that's true. I also don't think it matters. It also it does. It, it really doesn't. Also doesn't matter. Now you mentioned Joe Judge sharing copy machines at the University of Arizona. 
It's University of Arizona or Arizona State. They're at the University of Arizona, he said. Either one would be a dream, wouldn't it? <clears throat> I agree, why yes. Did, why didn't we go there? Because we we're, we're stupid. We went to New Jersey uh, College. Just, dude, I know. What are we, stupid? Uh, yes, 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 we are, actually, yeah. I was still such a boy. So stupid. At the time. I wouldn't have survived, but imagine the You went different... to Indiana State. Yeah, but I, for graduate school, because I, I was... was a few years later. I know. Why didn't I go to University I, of Arizona? Because you're an idiot, stupid. like I was. Joe Judge, though, says that he has every belief that Mike Glennon, the man with the thick, long neck, will be cleared and out of a concussion protocol. And he says that if that happens later this week, he will start against the charge. Did you expect Mike to start then on Sunday? Assuming everything clears the protocol, I would. And we have nothing at this point that would say he wouldn't clear. Poor Jake Fromm. He's, like, so excited right. to actually play. <laughs> I watched. I got. I haven't been able to. I haven't had enough time to clip his stuff yet. But I did record it, and he is like, he's really. His parents are on standby, waiting. If they said so the parents are back in Georgia, and he was asked, well, you know, if you're if you're starting, will they? He goes, oh, they'll be here. They're just waiting. They yeah. also don't want to make the trip if he's going to stand on the sidelines. Right. I. I. I also would like to see someone younger and fresh. Thank you. If, you know, I'm not a Giant fan, but if I was, Mike Glennon is taking you nowhere. Yep. I don't know about Daniel Jones still. This is a kid who has not done anything in the NFL, but I guess had a really good college career. Why not give him a look? Like, why would you go to Mike Glennon? I don't know. You're four and eight. You're not making the playoffs. And I understand it's only a couple games out. You're (laughs) not making the playoffs. So let's give this kid a chance. I agree. Poor fella. And poor Lewerke. If I was uh if I was Jake Fromm, I would, you know, try to bump Mike Glennon's head. No, no you're, just you're bump not it. gonna bump his oh, head. Oh, did I hit your head by accident? You probably should go back in concussion protocol. <laughs> Stop it. Also, Don't fool my, around with head injuries. Also, my parents are heading up here. Well, not yet they aren't. Oh man. But he, I know they're gonna start this neck fella. Glennon. Yeah, I think so too. Joe Judge seemed very unless he's just trying to play man. games with the Rams, which to me or Chargers rather, which to me doesn't really work. I would think Listening to him, yeah, Glennon will start something. Well, let me ask you this then: Would Jake Fromm be the backup? Well, yeah, over because okay. he's going to be set to start. Right. So all it takes is one, as the Rolling Stones would sing, one hit to the body, one straight from the heart, and then Jake Fromm's in. You might see him. I just don't think he's going to start. That stinks. Not right. listening to what I heard from yesterday. Let's let a kid's dream happen in this holiday season. Uh, yeah, I think a lot you know, of kids' dreams are actually happening. Yes. In this case, he does have a team. He is on the active roster as opposed to the practice squad. Big bump in pay this week. So I would say, in, in in a way, his dream is coming true. Yes, he would like to play. I did love his line, though. He's like, it's, you know, like going for the final exam without having gone to any classes. <laughs> Oof. Ay, ay, ay. I thought the, that was such a great, it's a great analogy. Line. Great line. He even said at one point, um, they were in a meeting. And he says, you know, the coach is talking about something. He's like, I have no idea what he's talking about. So I'm like, hey, Daniel, what does he mean? (laughs) It's funny. But I still would would still start him. Me too. Make some throws. I would love. Plus, you get to see the family in the stand. There's Jake Fromm's family. Absolutely. He'll be in the last row. Like in, uh, who did that to who? (laughs) They did it to. To uh, The the backup in uh, Jordan Love's parents. The the Chiefs did it. Right. To Jordan Love, right? Jordan Love's uh, mom mom and girlfriend. girlfriend. Right. So maybe. Disrespect. Jake Fromm's going to be on the roof of SoFi Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the roof of the stadium. (laughs) I think it's a clear dome, so you could still see the field. (laughs) Is it a clear dome? Yeah, I think it's a glass ceiling. Literally. For real. You know, yeah. some people in their careers face a glass ceiling. What does that mean? That means, um, yeah, that's the saying, right, Eddie? Glass ceiling. 
Yes. What it does that mean? There's only a, a, it looks like you can go far, but there's really a glass ceiling where you're only going to go so far. Well, why wouldn't there be a real ceiling? Because it's, it's right glass because you think you, you can see through it, so you think you can go oh, you really don't have your a chance career. To you go really don't have far. a chance. You're going to hit the glass ceiling. I understand. Did I nail that? You nailed it. Nailed Look at you. it. By the way, real, before we take a break, you really had a, a banner day yesterday. You had some phrases between diform. What was it? Sexual dimorphia. Or diformality or something. What Dimorphism. Dimorphism. And then you had another one during a moment of the day. What one was that? I forget. You had you had a like spinning. neural pathway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I I came to this thought as I was listening to the moment of the day, and then the diphalacomus, whatever you said, sexual dysmorphia. This is a serious question for you, and I'm complimenting you. So don't don't take this as an insult. This is actually com- the complete opposite. You are such a smart human being. What are you doing here? Like, why are you not a trying to figure out scientific problems or trying to create vaccines? Like, well, I, you're wasting your smarts. Well, I appreciate your um, opinion of me in the scale of intelligence when it comes to, like, scientists and physicists and biologists and all that i'm not i disagree you can that. study that yes you have a very good mind yeah if he studied it he could do yes it. and instead you're pushing fart buttons <laughs> but that that maybe it makes people happy right i didn't he say was, it doesn't i'm just i feel like it's a mind almost wasted because he, you could have been helping out humanity he was he is he's put on this earth to make I boomer guess. fart noises <laughs> no but long before he met boomer that's not what he was doing. Right. He's just, he's one of the smarter people I've ever met. I'm just, so it's and not an insult by any stretch, you, although you could take it that way. Let's take a break. We'll reset. Then let's talk about Carl Banks. We can do that. I'm he's just sorry I don't have One morning show guy in New York, um, Al Dukes. Uh huh. He's like a huge, huge cowboy fan. Okay. And Jerry, Jerry Recco, they call him Jerry Rello, <laughs> but they're huge cowboy fans. <laughs> what is that, that from? from? The Home Shopping Network. <laughs> Ages You're ago. kidding me. No. <laughs> they wow. gave us shout outs. And then we didn't even know. No. That's actually very cool. All right. Well, we'll talk about Carl on the okay. other side. He is not happy. He's not happy. And I'll, ha- I'll have the clips. I don't know about 630. I'm doing my best. I'll have them for you as soon as I can. But we'll have a bunch of clips on. Just yeah. have your staff out there do it, Jerry. Yeah, what are you doing out there, Jerry? Just, <laughs> come on, Jerry. Just, don't want to hear. just let All them right. know. Quick break. We'll come back on the other side with Carl Banks right here on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Raspberry Beret. Is that what this is? That's correct. Is that right? It's Prince. I do know that. Uh, quarter to six. I'll tell you, this hour flies by faster and faster. And now we've got Carl Banks to discuss, which is very interesting on many, many levels. Hi, this is Carl Banks. Hello, Carl Banks. Hi. Now, I'll let you give the story because I know you have the quotes there. Yes, and I, I will do. add to it because I All have right. listened to the podcast with Bob Papa was 43 minutes from yesterday. And I have listened to, I've gotten through about 32 minutes of it. Is it boring? 
No, no, it's not boring. He says a lot of very interesting things. No, like, I mean the Bob Papa end of it. No. Oh, okay. It's Bob Popper. So no, it's, this it's is good. his podcast? Well, it's Bob and, and Carl. Oh, they this is their I own think they podcast. do it every week as like a review of the game. Okay, because I thought, I thought Carl was just on a podcast because... Eddie asked me, he goes, is this, I said, I don't know. It's a weird name for a podcast. It's confusing. Yeah, I don't, Believer, is that what it is it's called? Believe. Yeah. B-L-E-A-V. It's got, it's got to mean something. I don't, all I know Believe is. Believe in Giants podcast. Him and Bob do a lot together, Giant-wise, obviously. Yeah. I'm pretty, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure they do this every week. I would call it the Popcast. There is a Popcast, oh. actually. He's got his another podcast? He does. Bob Popper. God, he's got multiple podcasts. Yeah, he does. All right, so uh, he Carl Banks uh, was, seems very angry at the Giants and their lack of production. He said, to quote my wish, and I'm not telling the fans, I'm telling the players, coaches, figure it the blank out. Mm-hmm. Simple. When there are plays to be made, make the blanking plays. Yeah. Get it up. He, he, he said the Giants are broken. That was a quote. Is that right? He said uh, the construction of the team – um, and he didn't, you know, he kind of hedged his bet a little bit because he's like, he's not blaming it on Gettleman. He really was blaming it on the players. And he had a line, and I don't want, boy, I could isolate it and really make him sound bad, but I won't. Let's do it's that. not fair. No, it's not fair. He was, he basically said, have the Giants become a veterans money grab team? Interesting. He goes, and then he goes, because you look at Kenny Galladay and the production doesn't match the contract, basically. Now, if you leave it there, it could really make him look like he's crushing Galladay for just coming here for money and not doing anything. But then he goes on to say how hard the guy works, but for whatever reason, the Giants offensively don't go to him. And he and that's where he's talking about it's just broken. Like, if you're going to pay a guy a lot of money, he's got to be the target of your offense. Like, he's got to be what you're working around, and they just don't do that. He got all over Saquon Barkley for the drop pass, when the Giants got to the Dolphins' 21-yard line, I think on second down, he just flat-out dropped the ball. That could have went for a first down, maybe more. He got on him pretty good. And again, you know, he talks about his work ethic and all that. He goes, but at the end of the day, like, you're here to make plays. you got to make the play. And so I don't know where that quote – I'm thinking that quote is in the last 12 minutes because I haven't heard it yet. But he was – I mean, he went after them pretty good. And he's an employee of the Giants, he is. right? Yeah, he is. He co- he was comparing his frustration with the Giants as a giant, you know, he bleeds blue, as he said. He played for them, loves the organization, works for them. He loves John Matt. I mean, he could not have gushed more about the giant organization. He said, but he feels like they just they're not gonna they, they don't get it right. He's like, I watch like my Knicks. He goes, People want to kill Dolan. He goes, I'm not gonna kill Dolan. He gives every, he gives them the resources they need, but people don't do right with the resources. In a way, he was saying the Giants are kind of a mess. So he said good things about the ownership, you said. He did. He says John Merrick gives them the resources they need. It's a matter of making the right choices. So he was critiquing the people that most likely are out of here anyway, as far as the not the players, but the, uh, the coach, well, I know he GM. Could, he critiqued a lot of the players, and yeah. guys that are going to be here. I mean, that's just a fact. And I, like I said, I'll try and have a lot for, for you for this morning. But he went after them pretty good. You know, he... He got on. He got on uh, Joe Judge. He said, "I think he's the right." He basically said he likes Judge. He's young. He's learning, and he thinks he's going to be good for this organization, and thinks he'll be here for a long time. So he really backed him. But then he also said, "My God, he's got a lot to learn." You know, he's raw still. All right, this Carl Banks 
coming strong to the mic. Now Carl was on with Sal on Monday, but I don't I don't remember him doing. I didn't hear it though either. Is that right? <laughs> so how would I remember? How would you know that? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it didn't make waves like this did. Yeah, and this on a podcast that the, this came out. The Believe in Giants podcast. Now, do you think they that Bob Papa or Carl or the podcast producer puts that out to someone? Or do you think someone heard that and it, because it became a story? That's a good question. I think probably whoever wrote the initial story listened to it because they cover the Giants for the newspapers. That makes sense. And so maybe Paul heard Schwartz it. heard it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Michael Strahan in the related Giants news, he was supposed to be shot into outer space yesterday. but No uh, one cares. But I guess it was too windy. Oh, well. Was Wasn't he in a- the penis ship? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. The good ship lollipop. I got to be honest. I don't care. You don't I, care that Michael Strahan's going in a no. penis-shaped rocket and shooting up into space? Do then... not care. The only one that I found cool so far of all yeah. this nonsense, because it is whatever. It is, you, it's just a giant plane ride. Right. Um, right. They're not landing anywhere. No. The one, only one that's been cool so far, Captain Kirk. Right. Other than that, I don't care. Right. You're going up there. And coming you... right back down. Yeah. Was it who's was it the spinners? What goes up must come down. Spinning yeah. wheel. Go. A uh, spinning wheel was uh, a different band. That wasn't the spinners. No, spinning wheel was. Uh, Blood, sweat, and tears. Yep. Okay. Blood, sweat, and tears. Shoot Michael Strahan up to the moon. <laughs> now, look. now you've got a story. Let him land. <laughs> look around. Come yeah. back. Speaking of stupid movies, only because you said the moon. There's a movie coming out in 2022 where the moon. Gets off uh, its orbit or whatever. Is that right? And it comes crashing down to Earth. The moon hits the Earth? Well, it flies right by the Earth and creates massive destruction. Right, because the moon affects our our water, the the oceans, the tides. Yeah, and the oxygen levels. And the oxygen levels. Eddie? (laughs) If you had to guess, Jerry, which is (laughs) bigger? Exactly my point, yes. The moon or the Earth? I would say the moon. I would say the Earth is bigger. Eddie? The Earth is is massively bigger. Man, that's oh, what I was going to so say. So we wouldn't even care See, I thought it was moon, a trick question. We wouldn't even care if the moon hit us. Were you... Oh, no, we would care. Were you having... Were you aroused by the new photos of the sun that came out? Uh, I have not seen them. How have you not seen I them? I haven't seen them either. Really? Yeah, there's a guy that's got these massive lenses, and he's got the clearest pictures of the sun ever recorded. Is that right? Yes. It just came out, like, uh, I think Sunday or Monday. Well, let's Google that. I'd like to see clear photos of the sun. I think we could do that. We could do that. Didn't someone sing about the sun? Here comes the sun. Well, that was the Beatles. Beatles documentary. Yes, which I continued to watch yesterday. Still boring? Not Yes and no. I'll give you one that's just weird. Again, they're weeks away from breaking up. Not only are they having a blast, they had a little meeting about potentially adding Billy Preston as a fifth Beatle. Oh, Billy Preston must have been like, I'm going to be the fifth Beatle. There's no thought of a break. They're thinking about adding on. Adding a Beatle. Like, I can't wait to see what the hell happens in the next, in the last episode. Yeah, he played on, uh, I think it was Get Back, that whole, you know, the whole Let It Be session. And he showed up not realizing. He just showed up to say hello because they knew each other from years back. And they're like, hey, you want to play? Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) And then he turned out to be on the album. Oh, man, I wish I was a fifth Beatle. He almost was. I'm telling you, it's. Yes, it's boring. In parts, it is boring because they just—it's nonstop music. But it's—it's it's intriguing. Like it needed to be edited a little more. 
Yeah, because I don't what they what a lot of it is is them riffing on on old songs from different bands as they're just waiting for like a piece of equipment to be fixed. I don't need to hear Chuck Berry riffs nonstop. It's like it's enough. All right, we saw it already. But yeah, it could have been shorter. All right, but it's still really good, and I do think you would like it. And Eddie, you'll love it. Oh yeah, I can't wait to watch. You it. Will I'm like gonna it. wait for a vacation time, but and just you, to see them that young. Yes, and you will love it because of the clarity. I'm telling you, you you could make the case this was shot last week. Crystal clear it video. Really, yeah, it really is. It is crystal and if you clear. like the Beatles music and what inspired their music, then you know you can sit through the music and. You, okay. Oh, absolutely, you can. No doubt. All oh, right, absolutely. Well, quick break. When we come back, uh, Boomer and Geo. But we'll wrap things up as well. First, an Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on Tiger Woods. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Losses uh, last night for the Knicks and the Nets. Buck Showalter interviewed with the Mets. Supposedly some surprise uh, interview coming up later today. Or mystery uh, interview today as well. Rangers did lose uh, winning streak over at seven. Devils won. And I just learned that uh, Tiger Woods' name is Tiger is Eldrick Taunt, which Taunt. I did not know. And Neil Young is still alive and married to Daryl Hannah. Yeah, he's got a new record out, Jerry. Who knew? And it's uh, rocks. The the songs I've heard is they're, they're rockers. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Whatever you say. He's back, baby. <laughs> He's made 76. Yeah. He okay. is uh, competing now with Ariana Grande for the top 40 hits. <laughs> Where are we going to go see him? Uh, I'm Will sure he be at the playing. Beacon coming I'm up sure this summer? He would be a Beacon Theory. He might be a garden type guy. Ooh, He's got enough hits. A good one. Nikki Glazer in Montclair in May. Is that right? At the Wellmont Theater? Uh, maybe. Probably. It might be. I was surprised. All right. I see Clint Frazier's Francais uh, penned a goodbye to New York. They were barely here. <laughs> no, I mean, they were here. He just barely played. The penning letters to your city when you left was set for, like, when Derek Jeter retired, if you did 10 was years. Was it a nice letter? It was a nice letter, oh, but okay. you, who cares? Who even knew you were here? Well, who follows Clint Frazier's girlfriend, <laughs> Al Hughes? <laughs> Come on, man. Kaylee Gambadoro? Was she a suggestion on Instagram for you? <laughs> no, no, I saw this at uh, a news article. Oh, okay. But even Clint Frazier, he wouldn't hear that long time. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.